0: It's exciting to think about it that we have been doing these podcasts for a year now, and we're entering into two years of answering your questions about Christianity and the Christian life. In fact, at the end of this podcast, we're going to tell you how you can get your questions to us for us to answer here on the podcast. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer your questions about Christianity and the Christian life. And this week we're going to look at a question that I think really affects every single follower of Jesus Christ. In fact, it probably is one of the biggest struggles that we have. Here's the question. Is it important to spend time with God. You might be saying, well, wait a minute now, George, of course the answer is yes, it's important. Well, answering yes and doing it are two different things. Saying it is one thing, but doing it is another. In fact, I'm reminded of what Billy Graham once said, that where we profess Christ as Christians, we live practically as atheists. And I think that's the same thing True, We profess that it's important to spend time with God, but yet on a practical aspect of our day-to-day time, we don't really do that. So we're going to talk today about, is it important to spend time with God? So how are we going to approach it? First of all, we need to discuss how we view spending time with God. And there's one of two ways that you and I could view this. In fact, the sad thing is, is that for a lot of Christians, they view it one way, and I would say that's the reason why they're struggling with it. Well, number one, you either view it as a ritual, that is some sort of religious exercise or some sort of Christian exercise that you and I must engage in to be good Christians, or number two, you view it as a relationship. If you view it as a ritual and you could even subconsciously view it as a ritual, then you're not going to want to do it on days, especially when you're going through difficulty, or it's been a rough day, you're tired, and you've got so many other things lined up in the day, and it just kind of finds itself on the back burner. And before you know it, A week goes by, months go by, and you haven't spent any time with God because you view it as a religious exercise that you must complete as a Christian in order to be accepted by God. That's one way of viewing it. The second way of viewing it is is that you view spending time with God like a relationship, Spending time with God is just part of your relationship with God. It's just like when you have a relationship between two people. I'll use my marriage to Lori as an example. If I am not spending time with Lori, interacting with her, and she's not interacting with me, and I'm not sensing what's going on in her life, and she's not sensing what's going on in my life, our relationship is not going to move forward. It's not going to be strong. If I view it as a ritual, then my relationship with Lori is going to actually suffer. I think the same thing is true when we talk about the relationship with God. You've got to view spending time with him as important for you having a relationship with God. You can talk with him. You can interact with him. And you say, okay, George, that's, that's interesting. You presented us two different views. What do you see in the Bible? Well, let's talk about how the Bible views it right now. And I'm going to go all the way back to the beginning of the Bible. When we talk about people spending time with God, let's talk about the perspective of the Scripture. And we'll go all the way back to Genesis. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1, 2, and 3. In chapter 1, we see that God creates Everything and creates Eden and he places man in his creation. When we get to chapter three, we see the sin has taken place. And then I want you to notice that in verse eight of chapter three, then they heard the song of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees. And the Lord called to Adam and said to them, Where are you? Right off the bat, we see there's a relationship that's going on between God and humanity, between God and Adam and Eve. So it's obviously the issue is a relationship. Now, if you go over with me to chapter 19, we see Abraham talking with God concerning the destruction of Sodom. And listen to what God says in verse 17. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm doing? Since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. Listen to verse 19. For I have known him, in order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they keep the way of the Lord, to do righteousness and justice, that the Lord may bring Abraham what he has spoken to him. So it's talking about an intimate relationship. God's saying, "I'm inter I interact with him. I've known him." Let's go on a little bit further. We go and we see that this is obviously passed down to the next generation and we see the example of Isaac. Notice with me now, Genesis chapter 24, look at verse 63. This now, let me just set it up before I read the verse. Rebekah, the servant, has gone among Abraham's relatives and brought back Rebekah as a wife for Isaac, and they are approaching the area where Abraham and Isaac are. And it says in verse 63 that Isaac went out to meditate in the field in the evening. What are we talking about meditating there? Well, meditation there is talking about Isaac went out in the field to spend time with God, to spend time with God in that relationship. Now, if we go over now to the book of Numbers, let's take a look at another person who has a relationship with God and see what God says about him. And that person is Moses. So I want you to notice with me Numbers in chapter 12. It's actually an incident where Miriam and Aaron are upset about the leadership of Moses, and God meets with them, and he confronts Miriam and Aaron, and he says this about Moses and about the relationship that he has with Moses. Listen to what he says. In verse 6, Hear now my words, if there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision, I speak to him in a dream, but not so with my servant Moses, he is faithful in all my house, I speak with him face to face, even plainly, and not in dark sayings, and he sees me in the form of the Lord, and why were you not afraid to speak against my servant? Moses. So here we see, and again, an illustration of the man of God interacting with God face to face by having a relationship with him. You say, okay, George, now that's wonderful. That's all in the Old Testament. What about now? I'm a Christian. I'm not the man of God. I'm not Moses. I'm not Abraham. I'm not Isaac. I'm not even Adam and Eve. What you described there was before the fall. We're in a sinful world. Why is it so important to spend time with God? Well, let's get to the issue. We need to go to the book of Hebrews. In Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 through 16, the writer of Hebrews makes it very clear that the reason why we should spend time with God and be able to go into his presence and talk with him is because somebody has died for us, somebody made the way for you to have that relationship with God. And that somebody is Jesus. Listen to what he writes. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who passed through the heavens, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all ways tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Really, to be honest with you, the reason why it's so important that you and I spend time with God, here it is. Jesus died on a cross, not just so that you could be forgiven, but so that you could have a wonderful relationship with the living God. And because of his death on the cross, the writer of Hebrews says, you and I can go boldly into the throne room of God to have a relationship with him. And when we go have a relationship with him, he says here in this verse that we can have mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. That's why it's important. Jesus died so that you could have that right. And you can have a wonderful relationship with the living God. The Finding Clarity podcast is really an opportunity to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. And you might be saying, you know, George, how can I get my question to you? Well, there's a lot of different ways that you can get your question to me. For instance, if you attend our services here, if you're a part of the Kerbinsville Christian Church, you can just write down that question anytime and just get that to me, whether throw it in the offering or just hand it to me or even come talk to me personally about it. And we will look at your question and see if we want to put it here on the podcast for others to wrestle with as well. If you don't attend a church, we want to encourage you to come to our church if you live in the Clearfield, Kerwinsville area. We're located on 700 State Street in Kerwinsville, Pennsylvania. Our Sunday morning worship service starts at 1045. And we would encourage you to come and hear about Jesus Christ. You can also contact us through Facebook at our Facebook page facebook.com Podcast. We would encourage you to like the page so you can keep up with what's happening on the podcast there, as well as you can also message us through the page or write on the wall a question that you would like us to look at. You can also go to our church website, which is kervinsvillechristian.org. Simply go to the contact section, and you can enter in a question there, and it will get to us, and we will look at trying to put it here on the podcast. You might be listening, and you say, hey, George, I really enjoy the podcast, and I would like to maybe get in contact with you somehow, or maybe even support the ministry of the Kerbinsville Christian Church. How can I do that? Well, you can contact us through any of those means that we've talked about, or there are opportunities to give as well on the webpage or on facebook.com, or you can write us at 700 State Street, Kerbinsville, Pennsylvania, 16833. Next week, we're going to look at another question that you hear this phrase often and it seems to cause confusion, but we're going to look at what does it mean to guard your heart? What does it mean to guard your heart? Is it just a a cliche that's being used in Christian circles today or does it really mean something and what does the Bible say about it? We're going to look at that next week. Until then, take care.